Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris down at Bondi Beach, and uh, well, the crowd's cleared. No doubt you've all heard of the turmoil that was here yesterday on Sunday. Uh, gosh, goodness me, I, I, at about, uh, I don't know, midday, I wanted, it was warm enough to go for a dip. I'd been working and I thought, oh. so I grabbed my neighbor and we went down to the beach and we could only walk halfway from South Bondi towards North Bondi before we turned around. The crowd was too thick. So many people and uh, unfortunately, sort of a, a breed of, a lot of breed of people who really don't give a shit and, and a massive number of people playing ball games, which is, which is fine on this time of morning, but boy, oh boy, oh boy, when you do that amongst thousands and thousands of people, it's pretty damn selfish. So I'm walking along and uh, I'm heading towards a, a modeling photo shoot. And uh, I gotta admit, I will get distracted. Uh, I guarantee you that I cannot walk past this and stay focused. So all the teachings that are, it shows you that uh, people that, people, what do they say? say they, people who can't do teach. So I want you all to remain totally focused no matter what happens. That's the joke. <laughs> That's very cool. What was I talking about? I have no idea. Uh, here we go. I'm past. We were talking about um, those who can't do teach. Early morning, Bondi Beach, people's ball games. Ah, yes, I know. One really important thing that I've never talked about which is a part of the universal laws of nature. And I think it sort of strikes a really important chord for everyone is the word can do. Every single leader you ever meet will say can do. Every good leader you say, I want to move the ocean two meters to the left can do. Now, of course, if it's a crime, you say can do, but, <laughs> can do, but, but is the devil's uh, language. But means everything I just said before the word but was lying and after the word but is the truth. So I think we've gone through this before on podcasts, but worth reiterating, the word but is the devil's language. And the devil's language is, I'm gonna lie, I'm gonna turn around on a sixpence, on a, on a dime, and I'm gonna say the opposite. And what I really meant was, blah, 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 truth, 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 truth. So the word but, not a good word, so can do, but, well, you have to own the devil in you sometimes. And the devil in you, it's a great song, by the way, too, from, I think Johnny Cash did one rendition of the devil in you, but as many have done it. Um, the beast in me. Uh, 
yeah, the word but is completely uh, acceptable as long as you own the fact that, of what it's doing, what you're saying, what, how you're using it. But the concept of a great leader is a can-do. I'd like to change the world, can-do. Too many times we drop into the how. And if there's inside of us all, an adult, a, a, a parent, an adult, and a child, let's just say that's the way we're structured, parent, adult, child. The child is the love to, the adult is the want to, and the parent is the got to. So, child says can do. The adult says, hmm, don't know how. And the, sorry, the adult says, don't know how, and the parent typically says, can't do. So, operating from the parental place, which is got to, it's very sort of rule-based, very strict. And if you can't immediately see how something can be done, or why you'd want to do it, it's, it's can't do. And that spontaneousness of can't do, or can do, even if it's spontaneous, that's typically apparent, the got to. And it, and, and it reflects back on our own childhood when parents said, don't do that and do do this, and don't do that and do do this, and don't do that and, do, and this is right and that's wrong, and this is right and that's wrong, and that's good and that's bad, you're good, you're bad. And they said frequently to visitors, Johnny is a very good boy or humiliated you in front of people and said, Johnny is a very bad boy. Or Mary is a very good girl. Or Mary is a very bad, humiliating. Praise and humiliate. <coughs> and parents used that instead of smacks, uh, which were equally humiliating when they were done in public. Because we were all so shy of tears when we cried tears of pain, we were both hurting from the, the welt, because it stung, but also embarrassed to death that we'd been judged and publicly whipped. So, uh, Johnny is a good boy, Johnny is a bad boy, in front of other people, which is typically when it's done, is a form of humiliation and aggrandization that grows apparent inside of ourselves. And that stern voice is very important. Because if we don't learn that at some point, we won't know, uh, we won't be able to live in a world of compliance, corporate compliance, uh, COVID compliance. We won't be able to. We will. Yeah, not have the inner voice that gives us boundary or we'll have too strong an inner voice and says I'm not going to comply with your boundaries I'm an anti-vax or whatever the state of stand is when that voice that parent voice gets so loud 
it's because it's been validated. So the parent justifies itself. Says, I know I'm right. And that righteousness, that polarity of stand, is very wicked. It's very wicked because it has a function. But what it does, it kills off any intruders. Someone gives you a bit of advice, fuck off. Someone says something, oh yeah, hair's out of place, fuck off. So it kills off intruders. So it becomes, it wields a sword, but it has no wisdom. The parent wields a sword, but has no wisdom. And all of yoga, all the teaching of yoga, all the teaching of meditation, all the Eastern arts, at some point in the practice of learning to be a teacher, they will talk about the sword, having the wisdom to use the sword, knowing when and how, the sword of challenge. But everybody gets a sword. Everybody gets a parent inside them. Every get a, everyone gets a parent outside them of some form or another, whether even if we're adopted, it's a parent. And that parent may not wield that sword with dignity and calm. They may wield it with violence and temper. They may behave like a child while wielding the sword of the parent. And that is probably one of the most corrupt uh, propositions of parenting. When the parent is emotion behaving emotionally like a child, behaving emotionally like a child, but wielding the sword of a parent. It's like giving an AK-47 machine gun to uh, 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 these kids in Africa, eight years old, and telling them to go out and you know, shoot the enemy. The parent becomes powered up by the sword of being able to rule the roost, being able to humiliate and humble and, and destroy and, and, and cajole and, and contract to a kid. It, the parent ends up with the power, the sword, but it ends up with the maturity of the child. Reactive, emotional, responsive, bouncing off. And that duality is the greatest corruption of parenting there is. Can do means the child speaks first. The spirit, the inner spirit of the human being speaks first. Yes, can do. And then the confession could be, but I don't know how, the word but, puts a petition between the child and the world and says, I can do it, I just need time. Or I can do it, let me think about it, I can do it. And we have a, a great quote in the Vision Quests, which is, when the why is big enough, the how take care, takes care of itself. And what's that mean? Well, if you said, I want to climb Mount Everest, or if you said, I want to change the world, or if you said something, if the why to do it was big enough, you'd be so hungry, you'll find a how. Um, I, I, I think this is a really an opportune time to share because uh, Lotta, my partner, just won uh, Ironman uh, for the first time in her life. She won uh, a world level international 
Oceana Ironman event and she won it by a country mile. And you go, uh, how in the hell did she get to there from coming 20th and 30th and all sorts of crazy results in the past and you know being a, a reserve for the Olympics and not getting in the Olympics and how did she get to that level? And the answer is really, really good. The answer is that she had a massive why. And that why is being, was drilled into her through terrible uh, uh, use of the sword by a father at a very, very young age. So the why sits underneath, 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 all the layers underneath. But the why is she just wanted to prove, she just wants to prove, she wants to be an athlete in this world because that's her destiny. And she's tried international swimming for uh, near on 20 years and, you know, did okay, but never really sustained a high level of performance. She dropped in and out of victory by fingernail touches on 100 metre and 200 metre swims in a pool. She started triathlon, she starts as a baby and she, she flops and drops and flops and learns at the age of 30, uh, uh, four years old, what most triathletes learn when they're eight years old. And for four years, she's arm wrestled and crashed and banged and strained and struggled and I've funded her and she's sought sponsorship and people have helped her, but it's just not come because she wasn't ready. But the why was huge. The why, even if it came out of a wound, the why was huge. And the how, well, over four years, Lotta has been humiliated, humbled, destroyed, broken, smashed, bang, crashed. She has, uh, you know, come last in races. She's, she's, she's really done it tough. And then for the last four months, she's lived away from me, up in Cairns, working her ass off every day under heat, sweating, straining, struggling helping uh, Lauren Parker, the Paralympic uh, champion from Australia, get ready for the Olympic Games. Doing her thing as a solo person, struggling along, arm wrestling life, living in people's spare rooms. And the result, the how looked after itself because the why was big enough. And I think this is what you call, and she never once, not once, I can honestly say this, and I'm her partner, so I can declare it. Not one single time in the four, maybe even more, four years that she has dropped and crashed and smashed and banged, has she ever, ever once said, I'm going to give up. She's changed coaches five times. She's changed bikes 20 times. She's uh, broken feet and she's had uh, stress fractures in feet and gone to doctors and had repairs and fallen off a bike and had bursts on the hips and in all of that she pulled a hamstring off the back of a backside and couldn't walk for uh, two months and still she goes back swimming still she goes back in triathlon still she works through still she goes in a race still she doesn't do perfect but not once does she say I'm gonna give up because the why was huge and she's not a how person, she's a why person. And she just 
wrestles and wrestles and wrestles and asks advice and gets opinions and gets people to help her and changes a coach and gets doctors and gets people to help. And you're the same, but it's got to be a can-do. And yes, she lives in a home with a man who says can-do. No matter what happens, we can do this. So if she'd lived in her family home back in the Netherlands, they are can't-do family. They're always worried about what can go wrong. Can't do, can't do. Give it up, don't worry about it, it's only a sport. She's can-do. She bounced off that, her wound. She bounced off that and became a can-do. So leaders say can-do. And the how, if the why is big enough, the how looks after itself. And I think uh, when you're doing, uh, thinking about the future and the vision and things, there's so many opportunities to give up. And Einstein said, people give up when they're 90% of the way to the, to the result they want, they give up, most people. And I think that's kind of like from my assessment, most people bow to the insecurities of their partner, bow to the insecurities of a friend, bow to the insecurities of their family because they're still immersed in that. Whereas in the case of Lotte, you can see it's really clear. She moved away from the Netherlands to get away from the negativity or the can't do. And she hunted around Australia until she found a man, even though we're a long age separation, she found a man who says can do. And I think that's the mark of leadership. You can do, can do. You say to anybody, can do. When the why is big enough, the how looks after itself. And in a sense, uh, when things go wrong, when things don't go the way you want them, it's really asking you, is your why big enough? Oh, I want a job promotion. Well, yeah, uh, why? Oh, because, you know, uh, 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 I, 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 I want to have a family. Why? Uh, 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 I, 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 I want to help people in, uh, in third world countries. Why? Uh, 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 it's not a matter of having an answer. An answer is the adult. The parent says no. The child says can do. It's not a matter of having an answer. It's a matter of having that feeling in your guts that no matter what happens, no matter what price, you'll go anywhere, pay any price to do your act of love. Now, this is the truth, because at the end of the day, Lottie's why is huge. It's a wound. And it translates into commitment and conviction and, and, and determination. And the how may even cost us our relationship one day, because she'll say, the how is leading me to somewhere else someone else, something else, and you've got to go, great. When the, when the why is big enough, the hows look after themselves, and if the how is with or without me, I understand that. You, you just get it, because you really respect a human being who has a big why. Can do. So as a leader, it's too easy, because as a lot of the time you spend at work is in the parent mode. 
do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that. When you go home, you got the kids, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that. This is right, this is wrong. Public humiliation, private humiliation. We, we, we are uh, required as parents to draw lines in the sand sometimes and say, do this, don't do that, do this. And that's the role of the parent. That's a really good role. It's the sword. But if the parent uses the sword just randomly and, and uh, viciously or cruelly with emotions, then the parent has become the devil. It's become, uh, 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 it's become a powerful sword-wielding human being with the emotional intelligence of a two-year-old, a five-year-old. The adult goes to work and says, well, this is what I do, this is my work, I'm gonna hear, and I need to manage my day, I need to look after myself, I need to look after you know, how I do my work, I need to uh, uh, make sure this gets done, I need to make a profit, I need to meet my goals, I need to do all these things. And the parent's going, I, 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 I. The uh, adult is going, I, 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 because that's what I want, I, I. The want, the want person is the, is the adult. The parent is the got to, the adult is the I, 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 I. The child is the love, can do. I love to do that, I love to do that. It's dangerous, I'd love to do it. But too often, the parent grabs the sword, cuts it off and says, that's ridiculous. And throws the right and wrong on top of the child at an early age and then we start doing it to ourselves at an adult age. We go, someone says, what would you love to do? And you go, oh, more of the same. And you go, no, no, that's the adult. I want, I want, I just want more. I just want more of what I've got. The child in us, this spirit goes, I have no re uh, relationship to want what I want. I have no ad a relationship to the adult. I am free. My relationship is to love. I, you ask me, what would I love to do? And the answer would be, right now, live in New York. And you go, but you live in Sydney. And I go, you didn't ask that. You didn't ask, what is the adult doing to conserve and preserve the work that I do and make it reasonable and, and, uh, and live happily and on the beach? You didn't ask, what's the adult doing to manage the situation? Or what's the parent doing, wielding the sword to make sure that, it, it's, uh, that I earn enough money and I uh, pay enough bills and I have emotional awareness to sustain this. No, no, you didn't ask that. You said, what would you love to do? And the child pops up and doesn't ask how. Never. The child answers the question just randomly going, I'd love to, I'd love to sit on the moon one day. And this part of us, this part of us is the leader's mind because everything else is just plain old management. And pretty much anybody can manage, even if they use the sword the wrong way. As you know from your own job, people at work being cruel and bitter and uh, just tough and not discerning when and how they use the sword. Yeah, it's tough. But if you meet a real leader, a person who's led, people who have done things in music or done things in sport, I don't think there's a glint in their eye. That's the child. It doesn't say how. It just says, OK, 
okay, I'd love to do it. And then maybe in the cool calm of the adult world says how. And in the cold callousness of the parent says when. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.